Welcome to Episode 8 of Third Heaven Authority Podcast. I'm Mike Thompson. There's a spiritual phenomenon occurring in the spiritual realm. A change, a renewal, a difference in how God's glory is manifesting on the face of the earth. I've seen this in the spirit. I've had encounters with God. And now is a time where things are different. Last episode, I shared with you the spiritual warfare that's occurring in the spirit, the three demonic armies. This is the flip side of it. This is what the form of the Lord is doing, how Jesus is manifesting the glory of heaven itself, his authority on the face of the earth to counteract those three armies and also bring about the greatest revival that planet earth has ever seen. It is a time when there will be great rejoicing in the land. It is a time when you shall witness the supernatural, angelic activity, the miraculous in your lives. And to share this with you, I want to play an excerpt from the sermon that I preached two days ago. Just let the anointing and the revelation jump off of this into your heart. I see fire and glory in the spirit over America right now. There is a warfare. But I want you to know that this warfare that many would say is over the soul of America. Indeed it is. And we are taking America back. But it's also in reality is over the manifestation of the glory of God in America. God wants his glory poured out, and I guarantee you his glory has already touched down. In 2013, April, no, June, Michael took me into the heavens over America. He showed me a rainbow cloud of glory that was coming down on America. That's the first time that I experienced it in that form and with the rainbow colors. I saw the swirling mass. It did not have the confines of what we would look at in the natural realm as a rainbow in the clouds after a rain. Where you have distinct colors and separated and, you know, light refraction. And in the spiritual realm, the light of God also refracts. But spiritual refraction produces an emanation from God, from the Father himself, that is of a spiritual rainbow effect. And that rainbow effect we find, in fact, open your Bibles with me to the first chapter of Ezekiel. We find recorded in Scripture. There's a good text in Revelations 4, I believe, also, where John confirms and explains some of the same thing, describes it. But in Ezekiel's vision, this great prophet, the entire first chapter, is talking about the throne of God. And toward the end of all the wheel within the wheel and the... Ooh, I feel the glory. Hang on. We're going someplace. You might as well just climb on board. Verse 26, he describes this firmament. And he says, above the firmament over their heads 
was the likeness of a throne in appearance like a sapphire stone or the likeness of the throne was a likeness with the appearance of a man high above it. He's talking about the throne of God and actually this revelation of Jesus. Pre-incarnate. Also, from the appearance of his waist and upward, I saw, as it were, the color of amber. Do you notice how many colors and the stuff that are associated there? Heaven has great colors. I, they are deeper and more brilliant than anything that I have ever seen on the face of the earth. And they have meaning. And they have life and they have power. Because they emanate from God. Also from the appearance of his waist and upward, I saw as it were the color of amber with the appearance of the fire. I want you to notice fire, 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 fire. Symbolism of fire, meaning of fire. There's fire in the spirit right now. All around within it. And from the appearance of his waist and downward, I saw, as it were, the appearance of fire with brightness all around. He's talking about the brilliance, about the glow, about how it looked like fire. 28. Like the appearance of a rainbow in a cloud on a rainy day. He tries, Ezekiel, to describe, to put into words. I know what that's like. How do you verbalize these things? It's difficult at best to explain the things that you see and you hear in the spirit. But we do the best we can. So was the appearance of the brightness all around it. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. The appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. What's the glory of the Lord? It's the self-manifest presence of God in one easy description, definition. But in reality, biblically, when you go through and you study and you see all of this, it is who God is and how who he is affects everything that is around him. When God shows up, something is going to happen. Something changes. Because his glory makes sure that it changes. There is a joyful side of the glory. And there is a judgment side of the glory. The joyful side of the glory is that we bask in his presence. Even in this service, you can feel the anointing. I pray to God that those of you watching by live stream can feel it just coming and impacting your heart because the same Holy Spirit is there with you. He is touching you. He is strengthening you. He is doing things for you right now but it's not just so we can be in that glory have a goosebump 
and feel warm feelings and go, wow, wasn't that good today? I mean, that's nice. How many of you want that? Man, I do. I'm enjoying it right now. I can feel the presence of God all over me. I can see him all over you. I see you. Honestly, in the spirit right now, as I look at you, I see the spiritual realm superimposed over the natural realm because they coexist and they're there. I see you lighted by the glory of God. I see a brilliance upon you. I also see angels in the room. More than just one. I mean, sometimes we're just, well, I saw an angel in the service today. Wonderful. That's great. Hallelujah. But you know what? There's more than one here today. Didn't you bring yours with you? There are also assigned angels that are here. In fact, most of those are ministering angels and they are messenger angels and bringing revelation and touching. And I'll watch. I'll watch while I'm preaching. And then God will open my eyes at times. In fact, I see it happening today. That's the reason I brought it up. You see how vulnerable that I am. God told me to be this vulnerable because how else are you supposed to really catch what's going on and learn and be pulled in and operate in those spiritual things? And I'll see an angel standing beside somebody in the congregation reach down and whisper in their ear and I'll watch the expression on their face. And they'll be reading the word and listening to me and they'll go, and then I'll turn to the person next to him and point at their Bible and go, what? you know, or, or me, or did you hear that? What? But there's a war angel that's been assigned to be here today because he is watching over the warfare that you and I and the body of Christ are involved in in America today. I know, scratch your heads. Try to figure out whether this guy's for real. But I guarantee you, I'm for real, it's for real. In fact, it's more real. It's more real than everything you can see going on around you. There is a joy side of the glory. That joy side of the glory is the healing, the redemption, the victory, the salvations, the outpouring of the Spirit, all of the touches and wonder of God as he blesses us. But there is a backside of the glory that is the judgment. It's the dark side where when God moves through many times, the presence of the glory brings judgment. God doesn't have to bring judgment. It's not God sitting up there and going, okay, I'm going to bless you, but I got a problem with you. 
it's when the glory comes and the blessing of God comes, it automatically sets up a situation where there is a two-edged sword. Yeah. Somebody, yeah. Thank you. It sets up a two-edged sword situation. It cuts both ways. It's the way the Word of God is. The Word of God that inspires also convicts. It depends what's in the heart and what's going on. And the glory of God either brings a manifestation of joy or judgment simply by the situation, what's in the heart and what's proceeding at that point. But also, the glory of God has an element that I've seen in the spirit of warfare. And that's what I really see going on right now in the spiritual realm. There is warfare. I see an army of God. I see the lion's army. And the Lord spoke to me over the last, how many days is it? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday, three days that I've been in this portal. And I have been there and I have watched the warfare and I've watched the army of God. And I just, and it has been, as they've gone forth across America, and I know it's over the other nations. You're not left out, people. You're not left out. It's happening in your nation. You are a principal driver of it. Because you're a part of the ecclesia. Regardless of what nation you live in and you're watching me today. It's about you. The same thing is happening to you. I see it in the spiritual realm. I see it. I want you to feel it. Do you hear the sound of marching feet? Do you hear the sound of angels' movement? Do you hear the trumpet? Do you hear, can you feel the awesomeness of the living God surrounding you, flowing through you? Do you feel it? It's there. It's there. And in this place that I have been, the Lord spoke to me and he said, the lion's army is twofold. He said, the first part of it are the warrior saints. We would expect that. I better hold on. Somebody get me a rope and tie it around pulpit to hold me up here the warrior saints but he said the second part of the army are the warrior angels the hosts of heaven and they are marching the saints and the angels I hear the sound of millions marching I hear the prayers of the saints I hear the prophetic decrees and the declarations. I hear the word of God upon their lips. I hear them taking authority and binding and loosing. I hear the hearts of believers crying out unto God. Asking for God to move. And God is moving. But I hear I hear the sound of war and warfare in the spirit. But simultaneously, 
Because in the spirit, there is no time element. I hear the same people rejoicing at the end of the battle. I hear the victory. I hear them in the front of the battle and in the midst of the battle with their war cries. I'm talking about prayers and decrees, the word of God upon their lips. And at the same time, another layer, I hear them rejoicing in the victory. I hear the angels rejoicing in the salvation, the victory that's in the camp. It's a twofold army that is going forward. It's going forward in what I've called rainbow glory. And I want you to know something. I'm going to describe that to you, talk to you about it for a minute. But it wasn't until Thursday when I did the live stream with Steve Schultz and I described to him the rainbow glory that afterwards I went home and I was talking with CK and she said, Mike, did you know that the world, that there are some people who have proclaimed June as Gay Pride Month? I said, no, hon, I didn't know that. And she said, yes. Their rainbow is not God's rainbow. And there were some people that even, you know, you get a few of the trolls and the people that get on, you know, social media. And, and one person got on there and was thanking me for um, advocating for gay rights. <laughs> With my sermon on the rainbow glory of God. It has nothing to do with the physical rainbow. This has nothing to do with what humanity or the stealing of the things of God. There's so many things of God that have been stolen culturally over the years. They stole October 31st and call it Halloween. It's still the day of the Lord. We just take it all back. I'm not talking about that kind of rainbow. I'm talking about the rainbow of the glory of God that surrounds the throne. And notice this. When you go into the last half of verse 28, he says, So when I saw it, what? He saw the vision. He saw the rainbow. He saw the glory. He felt the presence. When I saw it, I fell on my feet, or face, excuse me. I fell on my face, and I heard a voice of one speaking. And he said to me, son of man, stand on your feet and I will speak to you. Then the spirit entered me when he spoke to me and he set me on my feet and I heard him who spoke to me. In other words, there is a place in the glory. And many of you have heard me talk about this before. The first element of authority, the authority that we have right now walking on the face of the earth, the very first one is the authority of mankind. By being in the physical body, we have the authority in the physical realm. And God gave it to us in Genesis 1 and in Psalm 8 it says that everything is under that authority, even the works of his hand. And then he describes the moon and the stars and the stellar universe, all of it. We have authority by being in the physical body. The second part of authority is what we call the believer's authority and the believer's authority is by being born again that we have been given the name of Jesus Christ we have been given the ability to bind and loose and as the ecclesia of God 
we have that authority to release everything that Jesus has given to us on the face of the earth. We are the ones who administrate all the things that Jesus wants. And I know that as a good little Baptist boy, before I got spirit-filled and booted out, that it was like God does everything. Everything that happens is God's will somehow. Not realizing that we are the ones who have that authority. He has given it to us. The third type of authority is the authority of position. Not only in natural, but in spiritual things. When God places you in a position, it's a delegated situation that comes from the throne. I mean, it, it, the heaven itself. The throne of God is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. There are delegated ranks of authority, meaning responsibility, on the earth. There are the five offices of ministry in Ephesians. And how that they are for the equipping of the saints. There's realms of authority. In the home unit, there's the father, the mother, the child, different realms. All of those things are responsibilities to keep the flow from heaven and from the throne into our families, our churches, whatever. And then the fourth kind of authority that God's given us is what I call the authority of the glory. What happened here with Ezekiel, the same kind of thing that happens when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Same kind of thing that happens when maybe you're prayed for or here and people fall under the power of the Spirit. Whenever we have an encounter where the glory of God overcomes us in any capacity, there is an impartation. It is not just to knock you off your feet. It is not just to give you a good time. Enjoy it. That's okay. But there's always an impartation. With impartation comes responsibility and authority. What happened with Ezekiel at this point is that because of the presence of the glory, he fell on his face before God. Then, in the glory, the Spirit went into him, picked him up, and stood him on his feet. Do you see the symbolism? The glory imparts, but then it also picks us on our feet. And God speaks to us. And then we run with the vision. And that kind of authority is here. Turn with me to Psalm 24, please. I want to talk to you a little bit more about the glory. Because I see this in the spirit. I see fire. I see fire. Fire is purging. I see the glory of God that is flowing across America. It has been poured out. I shared with you that in June of 2016, when Michael took me into the spirit over America, and he showed me that swirling mass of rainbow colors that were just, just moving and flowing, and, and how that I've seen those several times in heaven and, and in the throne room of heaven, and how Ezekiel describes it, and and John in the Revelation describes it. That, that swirling massacre, it all has to do with the presence of God, the glory of God, Ezekiel called it, 
and revival. It has to do with covenant of God. It has to do with the government of God, with the power of God. It has to do with the logic, the will, and the purpose of heaven and heaven's throne for America, for believers, for this time. All those things are incorporated and it's flowing. And I saw it above and it was lowering about two months ago. The Lord opened heaven to me and he showed me the glory of God, the rainbow glory of God moving. It had already touched down and it was moving through the streets of America and around the world. And it was flowing and it was moving and it would go and, it, and when it would touch somebody, not everybody, because people had to receive it, but those that received it, when it touched them, they would go, and the cloud would go into their lungs, and they would be born again. And there were others that already had the rainbow in them, but they would go, and the cloud would go in, and they would be filled with the Spirit of God. And there were others who were already born again and filled with the Spirit of God, but they had become dry. It had been a while since they'd had a time of refreshing. And they would go, and the glory would come in to their lungs and it would refresh them and I saw the glory of God moving and then I saw as it would begin to concentrate in certain areas and as it concentrated it was because there was an outpouring and there was a move of glory there in that location and it would kind of concentrate and become brighter And it was happening in living rooms and in work lunch rooms and in congregations and in parks. It was happening on street corners. It was happening on the internet. That's hard to describe. How do you describe you saw that? I can't. I saw it happening everywhere. The glory of God is pouring out. And I wondered about this because I'd never really associated and figured it out. And I began to explain to you last week, and I did somewhat on some of the interviews this week, is how that all the way up in the prior 40-some-plus you know, years of ministry, I have watched the glory of God in so many different ways. And I watched the Shekinah come in to congregations in meetings like this. And and. Up until recently, it had always been a white cloud. And I began to notice recently that it was rainbow cloud. And so I asked the Lord, what does it mean? And the simplest answer I can give you, twofold. As he said, number one, something's different. We are in a different time, and I am moving differently on the face of the earth and in the body of Christ. And my glory, the rainbow glory, is an issuance of my authority and the authority that you have to operate you are going to take back America. You are going to take back the earth. You are going 
to see the greatest revival that has ever happened. And number two, he said it is a position of governance. I, I can't explain that fully right now. Just heed my words. There is a third heaven authority. You understand? Not just me. There are many that God's going. But I'm known as a third heaven authority guy. What's in third heaven? What's in the throne room? The rainbow cloud of God's glory. And the Lord began showing me step by step through all these encounters and everything he's taught me over the years. That we are, I'm yelling, aren't I? I'm excited. And over all the years, this all has been leading up. We are in a new Christian era. It is totally different. I've told you before, there is the church age that has different eras. And within eras, there are multiple seasons. We are in a new church era. We are in a place to where the remnant you know what the Bible calls about the remnant? You hear people talk about the remnant. God always has a remnant. We're in a time when the remnant is the largest numerically that has ever been on the face of the earth simultaneously. God showed that in the spirit to me. We are, I mean, the knowledge of the glory of God has grown to the point. Everything has changed to the point that now it is necessitates a new form of the glory. It's what I'm calling the rainbow glory. And I won't name drop, but after my Elijah List interview, one of the major ministries in America, a personality, called me. And he said, Mike... He said, I watched your interview today, and he said, that's the answer. He said, God spoke to me, and it's been prophesied over me about some specific things. And he gave me the exact same scripture that you were using in Ezekiel 1, 28, 29, or actually 26 through 28. And he said, I never saw it until you were preaching. All of a sudden, it jumped off of the video. And I felt it hit me, and that was the answer that I've been searching for. We are in a glory revival. We are in a point where there is a rainbow glory being poured out that is different than anything else that we have experienced up till this time. And people, that's what I'm telling you. I feel the power of it. I know it's true. And I want you to understand that it affects you. It is for your life. Look at this psalm, Psalm 24. Just catch the splendor of it. As I read through, there's only 10 verses. The earth is the Lord's in all its fullness. The world and those who dwell therein. 
For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart. The Lord has been talking to me about how that the glory is bringing about the cleansing. I know that Jesus said that you are clean by my word. And I'll stand on that. I want everybody to understand I'm a word man. Okay? We are a people of the book. Pure and simple. But I'm talking to you about some spiritual things here right now. Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart. You may have problems. You may have failures. You may have sins. But you have a pure heart. The only thing that can keep the glory of God from sticking to you, the blessings of God from being glued to you, is this ugly thing called condemnation, doubt, and unbelief because the devil, by whatever means, even if it was through other human beings, placed upon you the idea that you don't deserve it, you're not good enough for it, and because you don't think that you are perfect, you can't have it. And that is a lie. Because the word and the glory claim you nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive blessing from the Lord and the righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is Jacob, the generations of those who seek him, who seek your face, Selah. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who? The king of glory. What did you hear? The king who is in heaven? Is that your interpretation of glory? The king of what? Glory shall come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. The glory makes you mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O you gates, and lift them up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. The King of glory and all that emanates from him and his glory. I'm talking about his rainbow glory, other kinds of glory, all those things pertinent to our day. He is strong. He is mighty in battle. And he is the Lord of hosts. One of the reasons he is mighty in battle is because of the hosts. He wins. He wins. He wins. But he wins through us. We are the ones. We are those who have the authority. Third heaven authority. We are of the army of God and the hosts of heaven. I've seen it in the spiritual realm. I do not want to preclude in any way in this statement 
The angels of God, they're at God's bidding and flow. But I've seen it in the spirit. He showed it to me in the throne room. I've experienced it. I've seen it in visions. I've watched it this week. Is that the millions of angels, the hosts that are on the earth, are under our command. They are there to hearken to the word of God even when it comes out of our mouths. I have seen the angels respond when I have bound spirits, when I have released healings. I have seen angels flow with that. I see fire and I see glory in the spirit over America. I hear the sound of war, but I hear the sound of victory. I hear the sound of millions of believers. I hear the sound of the hosts of heaven. I hear it moving over America. I see it flowing in the rainbow glory of God has been reserved for such a time as this to be manifest, to bring about victory. Victory, do you hear me? Victory. America is not lost. There is hope. America is saved because God is in the saving business, not the lost business. And the anointing of God, who is the king of glory? <laughs> Who is the king of glory? He is mighty and mighty in battle. He is the Lord of hosts. Jesus is the king of glory. Come, Jesus. Save the people. Save the people. And save America. We win. We win. And what does the lion roar say? You have lost. We have won. You have lost. Screechers and screamers, we have won. <laughs> You're ahead of me and I loved it. And two, line unity. We say, you have lost. We have won. And to the punishers and enforcers, we say, you have lost. We have won. That was an anointed service. And that's why I play those clips. I love the anointing that flows in live services. I hope that it touched your life, inspired your heart. And I want to pray for you now. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray that the manifestation of your glory that is now flowing on the face of the earth would come into each and every person listening to this podcast. That for a moment, wherever they are, that they would just stop and that they would breathe in the Holy Spirit, that they would inhale the glory of God and that rainbow glory would begin to manifest into their lives. For the future and for their destiny, I pray. In your precious name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Join me in future episodes by subscribing to Third Heaven Authority with Mike Thompson 
on Charisma Podcast Network or your favorite podcast platform.